You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. We The People, for the people, by the people. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to your favorite talk show. Unapologetic Talk. 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 Um, yeah, 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 yeah. If y'all have seen some new faces on here, well, it was only one new face. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, we had, like, like, we got, you got the bad news, you got the good news, you got the good news, you got the bad news. Um, the bad news is Angie, um, is not part of the show no more, you know, um, things going on with the schedule and everything, but, um, everything's all good. You can still follow Angie because she still do, um, outreach at, um, Unapologetic Angie. Unapologetic A. I think it's unapologetic A. All right, and uh, the good news is we got our good brother Rudy. He's gonna be the yeah. new one. Um, y'all caught him on the uh, last episode, but go ahead talk your shit, Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, yeah. What's up, y'all? Um, yeah, this uh, 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 super grateful to be a part of Unapologetic Talk. Um, it's crazy how it kind of came together, like uh, just uh, fresh, <laughs> fresh at, right at jail support. Really, really, uh, really ran down on me like, oh, it's good. Um, and, and yeah, asked me to be a part, be a part of the platform. And I was like, hell yeah. Um, and then I think like the next day I was like in the background in the, in the, in the Basel episode, just like tuning in and felt like there was all these, all these moments where I wanted to like jump in a conversation and like, um, ask questions and, and riff and chop it up with, with Dimes and Relly. So really appreciative um and then as for me what i think I'll, I'll bring to the to unapologetic talk uh y'all heard on the last episode like uh i got this platform black sky um mm-hmm. trying to be like the next black twitter and as a part of being in this social media space um i come across a lot of different news articles there's a lot of stuff that gets shared um and so i'm hoping to bring stuff that i see throughout the week um, to these episodes and, and try to like have these conversations with y'all about stuff that I think will be relevant to, to the movement and to us as people. Yeah. Word. Fire. Gang, gang. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was dope like the, um, what we both did because me and Don was going through a list of people like ah and we had like a couple arguments and then boom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. We yo, you popped up. It was like, it was, I was like, yo, what about Rudy? And it was like, oh yeah. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. 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 Yeah. Because yeah, yeah also you got that, you got that, um, that other element of, of like what you say, like with the black sky and everything else that you could, um, uh, you got, man, you got a different mindset that, you know what I mean? I'll be trying to tap, like I told you, I always hit you up when shit be going on. Like, yo, what's up with this? What's up with this? Like, far as with technology and, uh, everything. Yeah. I think like you'll bring, like, you know what I mean? Uh, something that, that we probably, yeah, that we wouldn't tap into. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I know you got a few topics today that's going to be like, you know what I mean? That I would never like, you know what I mean? And, and what we need to be like open to it and, and figure out what's going on. And you like kind of like uh, teach me shit too. So yeah, so it's fire, bro. Um, yeah, that technologically savvy element is very important, very crucial to spreading information. Yeah. Like keep everybody up to date with what's going on. Everybody's so lost, everybody's in their phones. So the fact that you could bring real topics to people's phones like that. Yeah. Lots of noise. Try to bring some signal. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get into our current events. So what I got for y'all today. Um, What's my agenda? Daniel Daniel Penny, man. Daniel Penny. Uh, I think uh, the, the city is gearing up for, uh, you know, his trial is about to start. Mm. Um, I thought it was supposed to start on the 25th, but I didn't see anything come from, you know what I mean? Uh, from out of it, the only thing that, that I did see um, happen was uh, he... he 
he's actually came out and spoke. He did a video, you know, and I watched the video. And, uh, and for, the, for those that don't know about Daniel Penny, Daniel Penny. Um, it's a murderer. Yeah, it's murderer killed Jordan Nelly on the subway train with the with the chokehold. Um, I did like that's why I said like the media the media can because I did hear some things that uh, made some sense that he did say out of his mouth, but not far as like him killing. But I'm just far as like how the media tried to gas up the uh, the time period. Um, uh, um, you know, because it, it, this this happened between stops. You know what I mean? For people to say that it went for this long or this long, you know what I mean? Um, it, it, that wasn't true. But uh, I watched the video. He explained. He explained what happens, and he, you know, he he talks about how he was so scared, man. And I don't know if people seen the the, the pictures. Of uh, or even the video, like this dude, it was no, no, no fear in his yeah, heart. no fear in this man's heart, man. He's like, you know what I mean? He, um, you can see it in his eyes. He like did it, like, like it was an effort. It was effortlessly, you know what I mean? Killed this man effortlessly, and um, yeah, his trial is about to come up. But the thing is, you know, that's what I say about all these. Uh, um, he said it wasn't based on. He didn't see it out of based out of race or anything like that. But this is this is the houses of black houses, man, that got choked out and killed. And, uh, you know what I mean? They just let the killer just walk away and they let him out of the police station without having any charges. And then uh, when they got world, you know what I mean? When when, it, when, it, when the news spread and, you know, all the activists heard about it, you know, we, we took it to the streets. Um, we stopped trains. We took bridges. We did everything. And it, um, we turned up to the point, you know, people got terroristic charges and stuff like that. And now this man is going to trial. And uh, this this is where it gets, I think everybody needs to pay attention. Like, you know what I mean? And um, I know there's a lot going on with Palestine and everything mm -hmm. like that. But you also still have to like pay attention like to uh, everything, man. Pay attention to everything, man. Because um, I, I believe he might, you know what I mean? They, they're going to slide him out through the back door. And they might slide mm -hmm. him like, like it might be going on while this is going on. We might not even be paying attention to it. You know what I mean? So it's good for everybody to like, like keep your eyes on what's going on to this trial. Um, uh, any actions going on, support them. Like you, you got to put the pressure on them because, uh, like I said, they let them out the back door. Now within um, this going on while he's waiting on trial, he's raised up to two point nine million. 2.9 million and that's what I say so, that's where it has to do with race you know what I mean does. when these when whenever it's 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 a white man that's killed a black man and it gets all over the news because people are fighting against it white people send the money in like that like you feel what I'm saying and Daniel Penny I don't even, he didn't even crack it like a hundred thousand nothing like that for his funeral or anything not not saying that people are out here for money but this is what I'm saying like people raise funds and stuff um for different things in his name and, and it got nowhere near this but this is what um yeah, this is what yeah every every one of these killers man even Derek Chauvin like you name it man they get like they get praised by these uh uh white supremacists <laughs> yeah, and later on like they uh like 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 Travion Martin um um George Zimmerman like you know what I mean his gun he killed. He, he got mad money. In his defense. A lot defense, of people said he was justified. He got off, and then his gun. Watch. He was able to sell the gun later on for you know what I mean for for some money, some some crazy amount of money. So yeah, race race has a has a lot to do with America. And you and you start to find out that all these people with the big money, you know what I mean, they run this shit. And you see how racist it is when these people are killing, how they get glorified and the money they get. You know what I mean? Um, 
Yeah, so I just want to say uh, pay attention to like the, the, the Jordan Neely trial. Um, like I said, people, we uh, we we jumped out the window on this one. We like you know what I mean stop trains and shit like that. People caught terroristic charges. Um, I ended up getting locked up uh, during all the action. So it was a, it was a lot of stuff going on, um, and that's what you know um, us putting pressure on them to to bring justice to Daniel Penny is the reason why. Um, you know, with, with us stopping the trains and getting all that shit, is the reason why we're on the sidewalks now. It's the reason why they take us, why we can't use our bullhorns, and you know what I mean? It was, and, it, and it's crazy because we had to do that for them to bring justice against that man. But then there was the outcome of, boom, all right, now we're gonna shut y'all down. You know, right. make sure y'all don't do no shit like that again. The community backlash. So, yeah. Um, yeah, any, any thoughts on that, y'all? Um, I, I would just say, like, it, like you mentioned, like, um, it's important, I, I think, for like folks to, to pay attention to this because um, I'm, it's wild. Like this happened, I just looked it up. This happened back in May and it's October now. You know, it's been five months, um, like half the year has gone by. It would be very easy for like any momentum that was built up around awareness um, for Jordan Neely to have to like disappear and for this trial to go on without any, any kind of support. So I think it's super important to like call attention to it. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, just like get some folks back in the mix you know, and, and yeah, raise yeah. some awareness for it. I like the way you think. Yeah. Very much so. Now, yeah, these big case trials that go to the courthouses and stuff in New York that meet headlines, you know, they try to like rile us up when it's like big and in every news article and everybody's talking about it, you know, so they make their money off the case, but then. Months later, we're bringing no no updates. Like it's all quiet. People stop talking about it. Everybody forgets, and they expect people to go back to their daily nine to fives. And it's like no, a man's life was taken. That's the whole reason why this trial is going on, and people fail to realize that. Yeah. So he ain't spent he ain't spent a night in jail. He hasn't spent a night in nope. jail. They about that night. Bond. Then they came. Yeah. Then then we we put the pressure on them. They go lock him up for a couple of hours, or not even, probably like an hour or two, just to do the, like the fingerprints and shit, and he walked right back out of there. Um, the police escort. But this is this is what, now he's been free all this time. He's got $2.9 million, and he's going to, bro, he's going to fuck around and beat the trial, and when he beats that shit, he's just walked off, he got $2.9 million for killing a man. And it's just like that's it's just like that. It's that's true. the shit that I just be like ah. So yeah, it's just, yeah. Stay and on people it, swear racism doesn't still exist in America. It's like okay, but if this dude was black, <laughs> yeah, where would we be now? Like he'd be behind bars. He probably wouldn't even have a lawyer. We'd know his name. The headlines would be crazy. You know, he'd be seen as like a mass murderer, even though he killed one person. Like he endangered the whole train or something like that. Like come on. Mm-hmm. And he definitely would not get no two point nine billion. Million dollars, million dollars. Nuts. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Well, um, what you got for us, Rumi? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of calling awareness to things, I want to call awareness to um uh, a, a situation that is a wild headline to have to have seen. Um, I saw someone someone on Blue Sky shared this was like the most American news headline ever. Um, so calling attention to uh, Leonard Allen Cure. Um, this is a black man who uh, was killed um, by a police officer, shot and killed uh, at a traffic traffic stop. Um, this is a man who spent 16 years of his life uh, for a wrongful conviction that he was exonerated of. 
and that the state ended up paying $50,000 a year for every year taken from his life. They paid him almost a million dollars for this wrongful conviction. And for him to, to get to spend, to lose all that time to the prison system and then come, come home and just three years later, right? Three years after being released uh, from, after spending 16 years, um, killed at a traffic stop um, for speeding, stopped for speeding by this officer. Um, and, you know, the, the family uh, uh, spoke, spoke on it and said he was likely just paranoid and traumatized, right? From, from having spent so much time in prison for something he did not do like, yeah, I'm be a little fidgety around the police and wonder why the hell you're stopping me. And, and for, and then you tell me that this, that a traffic violation could get me arrested. I just, I just got out of jail basically. Um, just got out of prison. So yeah, he's going to be angry. And he, um, and he, he was defiant in that, in that situation. And we, we always talk about how the police are, um, they act. We 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 get out here and we um, we protest the police because they are not they are not serving and protecting community, right? They are they are uh, enforcers. They are oppressors. This would be a perfect situation for this police officer to de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but immediately in the video, he's like pulls out his taser. He has the taser on him, and he's like threatening to tase him. Um, and so, yeah, uh, very unfortunately, it ends with um, it ends with with uh, Leonard Cure losing his life, shot dead on the scene. Um, and um, I, the the wild thing to then come out from this, right? Already, already insane situation, insane story. He spent sixteen years of his life in prison. Three years later, killed at it for a traffic stop uh, for speeding. Come to find out, the cop who shot him and who killed him was fired from another police department for using excessive force. So how did he get? And so it's like these cops can can get fired for excessive force from one police department, go to another police department, do the same thing, and keep repeating that cycle without any kind of accountability. so yeah, I, I just wanted to want to call attention to that and and you know say justice for for Leonard Cure and thoughts are with his family, but you know this just continues to show this uh, cycle of violence towards towards black bodies um, at the hands of law enforcement, and it's and this was like a needless death and it's just a very unfortunate and tragic story. Yeah, they don't give a fuck, man. I, I, um, that's and that's what that's what Dante Wright, Dante Wright. And he got killed, right? And the traffic stopped. And they find out that boom, that woman had killed somebody before already. You know what I mean? Um, I was marching uh, um, yesterday at the, at, on, on Wall Street at the Palestinian march. John Collado um, got killed in the Bronx, right? Um, that was his nephew on the bullhorn, Josh, right? Um, He's been protesting since. Now they're changing. Uh, they, they they got a John Collado way out in the Bronx. He got a whole street named after him, right? The officer that killed him killed somebody else before. This should be a boom, 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 boom. And guess what? He quit. He quit. He quit. Right? They they 
Now, now his question is just, I think it was just this year, but he killed that man a long time ago. Now, now he's under fire, like people are going after him, and he quit just so he could keep his job and nothing like that. And uh, that's why I said they don't, it's not, it's not blasted on the news, it's not nothing. They keep it quiet, boom, he goes away, he moves somewhere else, and he gets a whole nother job, you know what I mean, as a cop. And starts repeating this same shit all over again. Um, I told the story last when I what was I talking about the uh, where they had that torture chamber shit at. What was them cops doing that in Baton Rouge? Mm. Um, on one of them episodes where I was talking about the um, the uh, the warehouses they was they was keeping people in. Yeah. And and the cop, one of the cops and that the was cameras. beating people up, doing people dirty, was like, I think related to the mayor, and they're all black, right? But he related to the mayor. But he got in trouble from another, you know what I mean? He got fired at another town. And then, boom, he just comes to another town and just, ah. They just come here to get fired or they quit or whatever. And they'll just go to a whole other town and just, and, and, other, and the other police station will just pick them right up. And shit, NYPD, you saw NYPD do, wrote the cop that just arrested us last weekend at the Palestinian March. He got 26 allegations. Mm -hmm. Cost the city over $235,000. $235,000. He got a case of $70,000 lawsuit he got paid out. He got some $90,000. And I'm like, bro, if I did any any kind of crime where I had to pay that kind of money, just $70,000, $90,000, that's a felony charge. Grand larceny, all that other shit. They throwing you in jail. And these cats, they, these are charges against people that they don't beat up and did whatever to. And they pay that money because they're wrong, but they keep their jobs. They move up the ladder. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, they use the people's money, the people's yeah. paycheck, like the New York City taxpayers that help feed them, give them more tools to beat our own asses with, and then they pay off these lawsuits against brutality against us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just sad that the city, the city, um, they they give them a street. They give them a street, John Collado Way. I call that pretty talk. I said, they, mm -hmm. don't, they don't give us bills or give us justice. Give them a street. Give them a street name. Tell them we acknowledge them. And, and people feel good over that. We we marched for you, Pierre, out here in Brooklyn. Um, mentally mentally ill um, man who was just about to graduate college the year they killed him. Um, it was it was I don't even gonna say he's mentally ill, but he had you know what I mean he had he had certain episodes and uh, they, they they knew about it. They, the police station knew about it because they they had. Um, run-ins with him before, but this is a this is a college student that played basketball, and um, you know he have his episodes here and there. But they, like I said, he ran in with the college before, and they knew him, they knew my name, it was family and everything. But um, they said he was in the, in, the, in the train station, and he pulled out a knife, and apparently, and they shot him and killed him. And uh, this was, I think, it was seventy first precinct. I get this, and uh, yeah, I marched on the seventy first precinct, and. Um, you know, they killed him, but he called the cops on himself. Nobody called the cops on him and said he's a crazy man out here in the subway with a knife. He called the cops on himself, said he's about to do something dangerous. You know what I mean? And that's what made them pull up. And then they pull up and now try to help him or, or send the right help yes. on him. They killed him. And instead of getting justice or making a certain kind of bill or something like to protect something like was what, what happened to him, they, uh, they just give him a street name. And uh, since then, I haven't heard, like, you know what I mean? Nobody taking action or anything. Like, people get, you know what I mean? People are satisfied sometimes with that. But to me, it's pretty tough. You know, when you, uh, when they just, when they either give you a holiday, give you a name, anything 
to stop them from giving us justice or giving us reparations or any. It's pretty talk. It's all pretty talk. That's what I call it. That's what like uh, with all in 2020 that happened in 2020. You know when that when that shit kicked off with the George Floyd. Everybody got uh, they 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 changed the boxes of cereal. You know what I mean? Start changing uh, cartoon characters and all. We're going to make these people like, you know what I mean? That's all pretty. Yo, change the bills. Change the laws. Uh-huh. Change it so we can stop going through this shit because that's all that happens. Every time it happens, people, boom, it's like Black History Month, Black History Month, and then it goes right back into us getting fucked up again. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say, man. Everybody be uh, aware and keep spreading these um, stories, stories, and, and, and information and, and about these dirty information. ass cops. Never let up. That's why I, I stay marching every week. I never let up, man. I'm still fighting for, you know, what I mean, people that died a couple years ago. I don't, you know, what I mean, I don't wait for uh, a big, you know, shit in the news or anything. I, I'm still fighting for the living too, you know. Um, but yeah, go ahead, talk, tell us about your shit. Yeah. So, um, basically, it's not far from your story. Very related. Um, similar. I don't know if y'all heard about Jasmine Adams, but Jasmine Adams, I kind of touched base on this in Stonewall when we protested last night, but um, yeah, Jasmine Adams was a cis black woman. She was going to the deli, you know, buying some smoke items for a friend or something, I believe. The deli was the West Brighton Deli and Grill, it's in Staten Island. And we know Staten Island. We don't really count that as New York, but it's still New York. So it was still affected by the NYPD's brutality, right? Or lack of help. So Jasmine Adams, black woman, walks into the deli, buys something, and she starts to get harassed by the deli owner. The deli owner ends up uh, getting into a verbal altercation with her and maces her and then drags her outside the deli. And there's a video that's going around of, like, her getting um, brutalized by the deli owner. And she's, like, defenseless. She has no weapons on her. She ends up calling the cops um, a few blocks after getting away from her assailant. And she goes back with the cops, and the cops end up knowing this dude, the store owner. Mm. They're like, oh, is it that Mr. Fourth of July or something like that? Like, they call him, like... I'm, like, reading this. So there's no nothing no repercussions and he gets away with it so months later months i believe this happened um like in the summertime we're in the fucking fall now almost winter and she realized there was no legal help from any of the officers or anyone she talked to so she's filing a civil suit as now against that deli for the hate crime and the reason she got assaulted was because this dude thought she was trans. Mm. Like, mm. he started yelling, like, transphobic slurs at her. And she was like, what? Like, because, like I said, she's a cis woman. You know, someone who identifies as a woman. And it just it just shows how much intersectionality is important. Because a lot of people like to think trans issues only affect trans people. And this is a prime example of how it does it. You know? This woman is trying to buy something from a store. Like, people fail to realize the privilege that they have, like, when it comes to being not oppressed or not marginalized, you know? Like, 
white cis people could walk down the street all the time, no fears in their heart. Like we were just talking about like the black experience and how stopping frisk is so like prominent in our lives or like something we have to look out for. And like now to think, not even now, cause it's been happening, but to think also like just walking around trans is not safe. Walking around black is not safe because of things like this and the hatred. Yeah. And the cool ass police yeah. that people call for their safety aren't gonna do anything about it. They're friends with the dude. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That story just doesn't sound like Yeah, it's like a, how, um, like, a, I think an analogy to it is how uh, patriarchy also impacts men, right? Like, it doesn't just impact women. Like, the act of, like, patriarchy forces men to be, he's, like, hyper-aggressive and competitive. That has men competing with men too um how white supremacy impacts white people like Mm -hmm. that system also creates mass incarceration heavy police presence um and uh that then can also impact your neighborhood you still have the same violent traumatized aggressive police officers around you um and um and yeah so this is another example of how like allyship is so important because these issues, these issues aren't isolated, and the systems that they encourage can can also um, hurt you, even though you think that you you are not a part of this marginalized identity. Um, but yeah, but beyond just empathy, like it, it's it's your fight too, you know. Yeah, type shit. That's why my my sister's trans, because uh, um, I've been fighting for her since uh, 2010. But it's uh, you know, as I said, it, 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 uh, all my all my uh, battles fighting for her, you know what I mean, happen right there in the hood, until people figure out, boom, oh, that's 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 my sister. Then they start, you know what I mean, treating. It. And there's some people that 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 already knew, and then acted funny once she transitioned over. But then, uh, you know, eventually started, you know what I mean protecting her and shit but the thing is I wonder did they take that outside of um not just knowing her knowing right. that's my Every sister trans you feel me do you do with everybody yeah. do you like do you get the bad turn back up when you're not around you know what I mean so yeah. that's just the whole shit with that but yeah and and um I have a quote from Jasmine she even said like for me it's not about the money um it's the fact that whatever my sexual preference is, shouldn't be questioned when I walk into the store. Like, people need to leave people the fuck alone. And that's the big thing with this case. People don't know how to leave people alone. People don't know how to respect people's life choices or decisions and take that. People are not money business. Right, right. Like, like really said in the last episode. Money right, business that business. you. That shit be coming in, yo. It comes into play every, yo, probably everything we can talk about. I'm like, well, if he's money business. If you're about to be money business. Like, now you better lose his whole store and man yeah. business because he wanted to be transphobic. Yeah. Shame. 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 Yeah, that's what I'm about. All right, man. We definitely got to get into this. Now, see, I got to, I got to get some more into this shit. You know what I mean? If y'all got any details, then please share. But uh, it was a mass shooting oh, in Lewiston, Lewiston, uh, Maine. in Maine, right? Mm-hmm. This guy, it's uh, 
what they say, he's a he's a arms he's an arms instructor. So he plays mm-hmm. guns, obviously on the regular. Um, he's a he's an army reserve. He's an army reserve. Things like forty years old. Mm-hmm. Named Robert. Uh, um, Card. What's his name? Robert what? Robert Card, I believe. Yeah, Robert Card. Yeah. Um, he's a. Uh, yeah, he shot. He killed. Um, I think when I first seen it, they were saying like eight, uh, twenty-two people. Now, um, they got the numbers down. It's uh. They know for sure it's 18 people dead, 13 people injured. You know what I mean? I've seen, like, crazy numbers on, on the first, when it first happened. I think it was, like, they were saying, like, 22 was dead and, like, 19 was injured. But, yeah, it's uh it's 18 dead, um, 13 injured. Uh, this is, I think they said the 36th mass shooting this country seen this year or something like that. Like but, three um, mass shootings a month. Huh? You said like three mass shootings a month. It's insane. Right. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and we ain't even finished the end of the year. Now, I feel mm-hmm. like somebody always go out a big bang like in December or something, like November, December. Like, and, and it's sick. It's sick. But um, and then like I say, he was he was he was in the Army Reserve. Shop a bowling alley. You know what I mean? Shop a bowling alley slash restaurant. Um, I didn't even uh, you know what I mean? Dive into. Um, they got a list of the victims of the uh, all the, all the deceased. I didn't dive into uh, everything of like far as reading about each people. Like I said, I got to read into it some more because right now, um, currently, I it might be over by the time this episode come out. But um, this this happened October twenty fifth. Right now, it's still a manhunt. They haven't caught him, but he has left a suicide note. So he might already, you know, what I mean, off himself. Or he just, you know what I mean? Um, but right now they're still currently looking for him. The last I checked, and that was just, uh, that was just an hour ago where they said the manhunt is still going on. So, um, but yeah, this is, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, bro. I, I really don't get it how these people be getting these type type of guns and shit to do what the fuck they do. No, man, man, I just found out they said. Uh, I can double check this, but in Maine they say you don't even need a permit to get a gun. What? Oh my god! Yeah, and they don't do they don't do background they don't do like background checks of gun shows. Right, Maine. How does that work? How does that work? You hold on. Are you serious? You said no permit. Right. How does that work? Like the way you get caught with a gun is just like oh you have a gun, and then whatever. Yeah, I I'm not sure how it would work out there, and. Should double check this, but yeah, that that was something I heard on the news cycle on NBC. That yeah, Maine is like very gun friendly because it has a history. The, the state has a history of sportsmanship and and hunting. So um, yeah, I think you got a rifle. It's it's nowhere near like New York City where they damn near want you to make a Facebook post and tell your like four closest relatives to like write a signed letter <laughs> that <laughs> that you are you are capable of holding a gun. Um, and go through interviews with the police. No, yeah, it's, it's nothing like that. That's the, that's that's the other thing that scares me, man. Like, uh, yeah, right Maine now, doesn't I, require permits to carry guns, so that's, yeah. how, that's how you got it. They're very, but right, what's what's crazy is it's like this. This is a person who like came out. They they said that uh, he expressed intent to harm other people before this. He like checked himself into a mental institution. He like, you know, like Robert did declared. Yes. Yeah. Like he declared that he was in all these, he waved all the red flags that he, he should not own an AR-15. 
Hey, yo. See what I'm saying, bro? It was like those what, little But what, 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 what over here makes you need an AR-15? I was, I was deer? wondering, like, bro, like, yo, <laughs> some cats, cats out there legally be having AR-15s, like, like, bought, like, with the gun license. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you y'all team, like, what do you need that for? Like, yo, what the hell? That's crazy. Well, bugs, what still bugs me out, too, with, with this particular situation, I haven't heard, they said this is the most, um, uh, I think, like, the most deaths from a mass shooting this year, but he went to two different locations. <laughs> he went to two different towns yeah. um, or two different uh, venues and shot them both up and then fled and like no one caught him. Like this is like, that's some like, I haven't heard no shit like that. You know, like, bro, I didn't, um, yeah, I'm surprised nobody else trying to buck it out. Bro, if it's like no gun laws, bro, that's like wild vigilante right. town. Rather than, you know, what? But no good Samaritan would have cut me. I don't, <laughs> that's, that's the same, that's the same shit with the, Bro, when when they be hearing that shit, like when that shit go over the radio, when that shit boom and somebody out here shooting shit up, you, them cops are scared out their fucking mind. Nobody wants to be the cop that robbed them. Y'all remember when the, when the cops were shooting, when the, when the person was shooting up the school, who was that in Texas? And them cops yeah, you were scared outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, mm-hmm. cops are scary. That's why they. That's why. Yeah, they they scared of die. black men without guns, bro. They so imagine mm-hmm. like you hear somebody out here just like he's laying shit down. They're scared out their fucking minds, bro. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, that's why I, I always say that, though. I always say that. I was, bro, you have to, like, uh, you have to, like, to, to do that job, like, the way that they really want somebody to really do that job, how you're supposed to protect and serve. Um, you got to be, like, kind of, like, a superhero, bitch. Yeah, yeah fearless. Like damn, you have to be yeah. fearless. Not, you, have to not, you can't go that. in there scared. Right. Or you're going to shoot something. You have to know how to turn shit up and turn shit down. Yeah. Like, you got to yeah. be a balanced individual. Now, and you got to care about people. Because, yeah, you got to care about people, bro. They don't. Because if you care about people, that'll also make you run in there. We see, we see superhero people all the time uh, that, that'll lose their life, to, you know what I mean, to protect somebody else or, or jump out there. And, these, and none of these cops like that. Yeah, as well. Um, I, will say, I, wanna, I will just want to say, like, you know, thoughts and prayers to, like, anybody who's, like, in Maine. Because people are still, like, sheltering in place right now, like, hiding oh, so from now? this mass murder. Yeah, like, you know I mean, like, they, they, I think they closed school down. Like, he's on the run, so people are locked in the crib. I'm, that's why I'm, I'm also seeing that on social media where people are saying, like, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, you know, obviously we see the stuff in the news cycle, but like in this particular situation, like it hasn't ended yet. So people are yeah. people who yeah. are in Maine, and he and he traveled. Some there was like this uh, terrorist analyst who got on the news yesterday, and I I felt like he was he was overgassing it a little bit because he was like this this guy's very skilled, he's trained, like he obviously traveled <laughs> to two different locations, um, um, and and he like may want to go to a different city, like he may go to Boston, he may go to New York. I was like, all right. That feels oh, like no, a little you bit. Of a... You better stop. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. New York with an AR-15, bro. It's over, bro. Because what the fuck? We yeah, can't no. even defend this. It's over. Right? Yeah, but he um, he he, I, he probably is skilled though, bro. He's an arms instructor, so he probably he yeah. played with guns all day. He knows how to use them. Yeah, he probably be shooting yeah. shit. You know? But yeah, that's um, yeah, I think that is the worst one. I haven't um, I don't think. I can't remember the last time 
I heard a mass shooting where 18 people died. And right, besides, how many people died in that Batman shit? Oh, during the Batman the movie, oh, the theater. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think a lot of people got fucked up there, but Denver, this, right? this is the most deaths I think I've seen in a mass shooting. Um, because usually be like, like, nah, I mean, a lot of people are injured, but it don't usually be like over 10 12. deaths or something like that. I've never been to something like that. Last time 12 killed 70 years. injured for the Denver movie theater shooting. Damn, 12, oh, 12, 12 killed Vegas. 70 injured. Oh, the Vegas yeah. shooting was over 400. Vegas shooting. Oh, the Vegas. How many people died in the Vegas? That's why I said over 400. Nah, 400. I don't remember that. That may be. Then he killed himself, too, right? Yeah, they popped him in the hotel room. Yo, and what's good with these mass shooters killing mad people and then taking themselves out? <laughs> like, what? You? Why would you do that? What gave you the oh, entitlement to take multiple? How many? Shots? How many people? How many people died in that supermarket in Buffalo? Las Vegas was sixty killed, um, four hundred over four hundred injured. Yeah, 60. Oh, injured. He was, like, on the roof, I think, like, sniping. Oh. <laughs> so many. We have too many terrible stories oh in my this God. country of of these mass shooting incidents. And they they continue, you know. Um, and there's little ever change. And, like, no one, no one seems to be able to agree on. And, and I think what I heard is people say, like, on the far right that, Oh, all of these are just like mental health issues. Like we should just put, like, don't worry about the guns. Nah. The AR-15s aren't the problem. The, that you can just, that you can be like, you can turn 18 and just go buy an AK-47 or something without any background check. Like it's not the problem. It's the mental health issues. Um, and it's like, maybe we should just really reconsider if at any point, <laughs> if at any point you need, you need an AR-15. Like no one's saying don't get a handgun. But I, we're all I, just like maybe not a machine gun. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. I think there should be what, like some what, type of mental evaluation. What out here? Like. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like I said, I see a handgun, right, and maybe I can see a shotgun, like to, to shoot with, like like hunting and shit. But what? Why? Who would need an AR-15 to do what? When you get an AR-15, bro, you it's I'm like thinking bank robbery type shit. Right, yeah, that's like, how you going to war? Or bank? You trying to? Like on heat or something, like like you know what I mean? I can't. Big case. I don't know why they why they why they give those guns out. It's like you need probable cause for getting that. Well, when these like, when these people that? make mass shootings off AR-15s, whoever sold them that gun need to go down with a murder charge too. Because you yeah. have dumbass shooters. Like I don't understand why they That's give these shits out, bro. And they should be arrested for not being able to figure out if that person was mentally ill or not. And you don't you should be in charge of all these deaths too. Cause you just like like just giving out guns is ridiculous, bro. Yeah. And nobody, nobody that gives out guns is in that position to um, mentally check somebody to say right. you can have this fucking weapon. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't understand why people need an AR-15 though. That 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 boggles the fuck out of me. But uh, what else you got for us, Rudy? I know you had another story. Um, yeah, my 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 other one. Uh, this one's more like social commentary and really just speaks to on on the tech side. I think a shift is like happening in the tech industry where, you know, I, I feel like there's like 
Um, I feel like there's these phases with the tech industry. First, like way back in the day, before my time, it was just these like nerds hacking on stuff and and like the business people didn't take any didn't take it seriously, right? And like um you know, there's all these interviews of like people saying, What what even is the internet? Like what is Amazon? Like those are just some nerds hacking on in like in a in a corner somewhere, right? Uh and then these companies grew to become the titans of the of the world right now, having wide scale impact. And so the nerds became the bullies in a way. Um, and, but it was kind of at least like, it was at least like they were sort of left leaning in their, in their politics and ideals, or they, they always came with the message of, we want to make the world a better place. I, what I'm seeing is like, that's like changing pretty rapidly. And I think, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the critique, the genuine, very well thought out, very makes sense critique that a lot of people on the left have been like you're building technology that's going to like replace jobs. It's like harming people's mental health in certain cases. Um, it's, it's genuinely becoming, um, you know, uh, more dystopia than utopia. And I think it feels like some of the biggest, most powerful people in Silicon Valley, again, some of the com- these companies that like, it, it's like leaning into the dystopia for some reason. And um, one of those is uh, Andreessen Horowitz, um uh found uh founder um co-founder mark andreessen tech billionaire um was a founder at one point became um an investor and largely is like a leader in the space like what he does a lot of people follow and um he's in the same circles as like the elon musks of the world um the david sachs yeah yeah, yeah. Um, he's like an investor in a lot of the a lot of the biggest tech companies, and so he has a, a very powerful voice. He's also very active on Twitter. Um, oh. Just do the Twitter account talks a lot. But he put out this tech techno manif- uh, techno optimist manifesto, um, and what's really weird about the manifest? First of all, it's weird that he put out a manifesto. <laughs> you know, like, and it's just it was just a blog post. Um, and the copy. And he like, but he, he attacks directly like leftist ideas in a way that it, 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 it's starting to see like in a lot of different spaces. Like you saw how with like the cop city Rico, like it was descriptions. The Rico indictment was just descriptions of mutual aid and like what anarchism is like. Really? What a Rico usually has is like, what is the what what criminal actions were taken, and their criminal yeah. action was to do mutual aid, right? His techno optimist mani- uh, manifesto was like, the enemy of innovation is socialism. The enemy of innovation is collectivism. The enemy is the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. The enemy is trust and safety, which is wild because like crews. <laughs> Crews, the autonomous vehicles were just pulled off the roads in California because they're dangerous. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. and it's like that you have this very powerful person who's like a playmaker, a kingmaker in Silicon Valley who gets to choose which companies win and lose. And he's like, well, who gives a fuck if it's dangerous to lives and mental health and the well-being of humans and society and our environment as long as it makes a profit? Um, exactly. That's sad. It, and it's like the most toxic description of capitalism, but it's, yeah. and it's like, he says it with his whole chest, you know, 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just so brazen. I'm a capitalist. Fuck everybody's well-being. I want to make money. Like, yeah. Yeah. And tries to make it come off as really smart. Um, so I just wanted to, like, flag that as this weird thing that's happening in, in the tech industry where, mind you, this, this guy, I think, they, or I also read, is he pivoted from, you know, a lot of tech companies, when you think of them, you think of, like, Facebook or you think of, like, Zoom, you think of uh, Apple. Like, they're yeah. starting to invest in weapons, like they're starting to invest in, um, there's this company ran by a founder named Palmer Lucky. This dude went from selling VR headsets. He founded Oculus, which got bought by Facebook. He then, in the weirdest change, he went from selling VR headsets to selling guided missiles um, that- to the Department of Defense. That's a big leap. <laughs> and technological advancements. Yeah. Like, that's, and that's like, what? just your mindset. Missiles. And that's what these companies are leaning into. That's what they're they're investing in. That's what they're supporting. That's what they're getting behind. That's what they want other founders, the next generation of founders to build. Um, and they're like, yeah, build, it's like build weapons, destroy the environment, get money at all costs. Yeah, we got to figure out what to do with these rich white men. Yeah. Like they, they, bro, they, they damn near running the world. They doing all these things. What's, what's up with this? And Loki, that reminded me of like, the you know that 420 pound robot the, the ai glad, security glad, bot yeah good. like the fact that uh that was a security company from a security mm-hmm. company that like does facial recognition and surveillance mm-hmm. and stuff and they're using that same technology to now not pay people but pay robots to watch the train stations and stuff and survey the area even though they're saying the technology has no facial recognition and there's no like um audio and stuff but the company that you bought it from specializes in those specific, you know, yeah. surveillance. It's, and it's on the feature technology. list on the website. Right. Yo. So I'm like, that's, it's just eerily similar. Like, people like to slide these new advancements in there. And also mm-hmm. the weapons and the monitoring and all that stuff. Yeah. And like, Eric I'm Adams. Like, what's up? What, yeah. Right, what about, right. I'm about to say, what, what's, what's up with Bill Gates? <laughs> Bill Gates. Bill, I don't know what's up with him. The last, the the biggest times he was coming up in headlines was around like the vaccine and how he was like profiting off of of the uh, like COVID vaccine. But, how do this is what I'll be saying? Like, how do I right, Bill Gates right? He he blew up all computers, right? Mm-hmm. Microsoft. So how how does he have something to do with the vaccine? How do these motherfuckers that 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 have so much say and 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 it's the money, right? Like Elon Musk and all these, how do they have so much say so much because of the money? Because the shit yeah. that they, they be having say on has nothing to do with the field that they, that, that got them the money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's, that's a fact. That's why I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That's when you got to start realizing that money rules everything. Like, what, who, which one of the motherfuckers is trying to knock down a historical bridge just so to get his yacht through? I remember that story. I don't remember who it yeah, was. Yeah, bro, they had people out there protesting because the bridge was historical, and he just wanted to knock the bridge down so he could get his yacht through. And I'm just like, these motherfuckers. And he was in a whole other country. And I'm just like, damn, these motherfuckers just just do whatever the fuck they want to whenever, you know what I mean? Because they have money. Which one of them, it, it, do you really believe that one of them was flying to the moon? It, just, it was Bezos. It was Bezos to get his yacht through. Um uh, yeah, Bezos also had the like the well, Bezos and Musk got the space companies. Um, but to your question of like how this happens, they get rich from the technology, and then they want power after they get the money. 
And so they do things like I think Bezos, they said he spends a lot of time in D.C. He gets really friendly with politicians. Same with with Elon Musk, even though he's getting friendly with the right wing politicians. They start lobbying like for their own causes and for their own personal interests. And so it it, all this kind of like ties back together. But, yeah, they they first they first make their money and then they they're not satisfied with becoming a billionaire. They also want to, like, shape the world into their own personal worldviews after that. That's great. That's yeah, now, that's the same thing. Who Elon Musk do, do the Twitter, right? Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. He I took that over to control the narrative. X. Like, first of all, no one's calling it X. Elon, if you're watching this, bitch, stop your white privilege. Your white privilege ends here. Okay. <laughs> we don't care about your X app. We don't care about your trips mm-hmm. to space. Feed the people on this damn planet here. Okay. Yeah. At least give us some better service with X. I don't use it, but I heard people say it's not cutting no more. Yeah, I don't want no problem, guys. Then you got money. We'll get you killed. <laughs> that nigga crazy, yo. All oh, the niggas is. Elon, bro. I'm not scared of you and your white man dollars. Talk. They don't put no fear in my heart. That's all. Do more for the community. Well, um, That's going to shake some shit up. I might be scared then. Oh, shit. You doing something. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got something for it? You got something? Yeah, I do have one more story. Um, oh. This story actually really hurt my heart to hear. Um. All jokes aside, the NYPD. We know the NYPD is full of a bunch of murderers, kidnappers, pedophiles, people who like to take advantage of people. You name it. You know, when it comes to getting that paycheck, those white man dollars. But an NYPD officer, this Thursday, this past Thursday, when we were holding our actions, when we were doing mutual aid, like a seven-year-old boy um, was killed by an NYPD officer driving a tow truck. They were, I believe they were on their phone, like texting or like, or something like that. And then they struck and killed a little boy on this, his way to school. Yeah. This Thursday? This past Thursday. This is gonna be uploaded Monday, no, but the past Thursday, yeah, he was um, struck and killed. We, this? Yeah, the speeding through the intersection. They said the officer was like on her phone. Yeah. What's what happening? I don't this was in Greenpoint, I want to believe. That's in Brooklyn, right? Greenpoint. Yeah, it's in Brooklyn. It was Brooklyn. No, I didn't know where Brooklyn. You said Greenpoint? Uh, yes, I believe so. Greenpoint, Brooklyn. That might be good. What's the status on that? What is it? So basically, the officer is being charged with like um, failure to exercise caution Poor and green. yield to a pedestrian. But it's like they're not being charged with murder. No manslaughter either? No manslaughter, nothing like that. So, I'm like, they're trying to, like, really keep this under wraps. Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. The boy's name is Kami Hudges. He's four years old? He was seven. Oh, he's seven, seven. Yeah, Kami was seven years old when he passed away. And I just want to say, like, my condolences to the family for having to go through something like this. Like, he had his scooter. He had his book bag. Like, it was clear, like, he was on his way to school or something like that. And then, yeah. you know... As a parent, like, to get that call, like, your kid is dead, having to bury your kid after you put your trust that they could get to school safely. And then even, I mean, I'm an abolitionist. I don't believe in, like, putting my faith in the police, but I know some people aren't on that abolitionist wave. So when you think, oh, I could call someone for safety, and that's the person who killed your son. Like, you know, and I, I haven't heard any remorse or like apologies from the officer. I'm gonna call this bitch out. Her name is 
Stephanie, what's her name? Stephanie Sharp. Hold on, she, she was on her phone? Stephanie Sharp is at LAPD, or X at LAPD. She, she was on her phone? She was on her phone as she was driving. And what? And tell me one more time. What's the charges that what what, what they said they hit that with? Failure to yield to a pedestrian and um, failure with caution and something like that to drive a caution because she's on her phone. One, no one should be on their phone while they're driving. Like that's common sense if you're driving. Is it the law? But is that the law? You're not supposed to be driving. Yeah, but that's a ticket though, right? Yeah, you could get a ticket for that. I think you get like a strike on your license or something like that. Cause that's like putting people in jeopardy. Like, obviously she killed yeah, somebody. Yeah, I was watching her. Um, yes, at the Palestinian march on Wall Street, I was watching the cop. Yeah, he was on his phone. Pulling his phone out his, his motorcycle. You know what I mean? I'm talking about he riding. Like, uh, a motorcycle uh, vehicle cop. Yeah, yeah he was like he was paying like, attention about to run into the back of his other man. I'm like, look at this shit, man. But um, and we got him on video too. Let me see if I can get that so we can upload that. But yeah, cool. man, like uh, that above the law shit, bro. I don't, I don't. And that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, they want... They're not here to protect and serve. They serve property themselves. That above the law shit is ridiculous, bro. It's the, um... How is she not here with manslaughter if she killed somebody? Is that qualified? For, for negligence, you know what I mean? It should be... Criminal negligence um, or murder, manslaughter. You know, you, you on the phone, anybody else would have did that, that's what have been the charges. And this is where we bump heads with them. The motherfuckers are not... I don't give a fuck what kind of... You know what I mean? That's that's the job you signed up for. They, um, to me, I think they should be held to a higher standard when they work in that shit. You know what I mean? I don't think they should get the like the, the boom, boom, boom. But that's what I mean. We we do see that. We do see they can disrespect the public. You can't disrespect that badge if you haven't found that out. Mm-hmm. You can kill somebody and keep your job. But you can't sell drugs underneath that badge. You dig what I'm saying? You'll be in trouble. You can you can kill, brutalize, beat people up, but you can't get caught having sex under that badge. You'll be in trouble. You dig what I'm saying? It's the shit. You can't disrespect that badge. You can disrespect the people, but you can't disrespect that badge. That's the whole shit. And people got to got to realize that too. And them officers got to realize Talk. that they're not above that shit because as soon as you cross them, it's game over, bro. And, and that's what I um. That's what I told her. That's what I told her. I said, "Oh yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all are so fucked up in the head. You, you, you can, you can, you feel like you're on top of the world. You come out here, you beat people up, you do that, but you can't even have sex, motherfucker, because you get so. <laughs> motherfuckers, it's crazy, bro. The it's crazy. Cops, the two cops fucking in the back of the. Yeah, look at look at this shit that they get. They'll they get in trouble, like I said, for disrespecting the badge, not 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 the public. You know what I mean? Is right. don't embarrass this badge. Don't do nothing to embarrass us being a cop. But like far as killing and beating people up on the regular, oh yeah, she you might get rewarded, you might give you a it's like yeah, higher ranking. It's, it's to me, like I said, that I just got um locked up last weekend by a cop that got twenty six allegations and cost the city so much goddamn money. Like I said, two hundred thirty five thousand and then he got cases and boom, boom, boom. Somebody he paid they they paid out somebody in his name ninety thousand dollars, seventy thousand dollars. Um and he got twenty six allegations. But he's like a high ranking officer. He's the dude that come out there and boom, boom, boom. Y'all we gotta listen to this dude. So when these other cops underneath him are doing dirty shit, and you know what I mean, he gotta look at his shit like you know what I mean, when they when they come to him, like, you think he really gonna discipline them knowing that his charges are worse? Knowing that he's paid out so much money, that's what I'm saying. And um, 
the CCRB, I don't, I don't rain on CCRB, but CCRB is the, is the community complaint board, and I think review complaint board, or whatever. But I believe, um, after this, after last year, um, because every time we go to city hall meeting, we 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 talk shit to the CCRB because like we ask them why are y'all even here? We know that y'all have no power. You know what I mean? Y'all they they'll CCRB will issue a punishment for that punishment to be approved it's got to go back to the police station for the for the captain to say hey boom we're gonna give this to him so that's why i like that when they tell you to go to ccrb it's really bullshit i mean it's, it's you can have it just to have it documented but when you go to them it's it's got to go right back to the police station for them to say all right we approve of this punishment so that's why these cops, that's why, you know what I mean, these cops are still on these streets. Yeah, all these cops have allegations and shit like that, but none of them get approved by the, you know what I mean? For for the, you know what I mean, for what goes on. That's that's why we got a new commissioner. The new commissioner wanted, you know what I mean, the um the chief the chief of the department punished for letting a cop go for sticking for that cop sticking a gun in kids' face. And she wanted him punished. And his punishment was just damn it taking away his vacation days. Mm-hmm. And she got overruled. You know, when she got overruled, she felt like she ain't had no power. She left. And now we got a new commissioner that's willing to play the game. And we already know he's willing to play the game. He came in the door. And, like, if you look him up, uh, Commissioner um, Eddie Cuban um, is admitted to stealing police money. Mm. <laughs> committed, and and then now, he's a, now he's a commissioner. Like I said, the dirty, the dirty you are, the more you move up. So it, it's crazy. Based oh, off of that. Shit. Yeah, that's, that's what that's, I think. That's just like the most part that did like, like burns me up the most is like when you get a little victory, then they, you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta keep holding them accountable. Yeah. Keep applying pressure. Keep making yeah. noise. And let these dirty cops' yeah, names, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they walk around the streets without their badge. People recognize them like, oh, aren't you that dirty bitch? Who? Aren't the you thing is, they don't be around here, man. Right? The, the cops, the cops right here in New York City, do not live in New York City. They don't make it mainstream. Oh, except for the black ones, <laughs> except for the except for the minority cops, they live right here in New York City. But the white cops, bro, Staten Island, New Jersey, Long Island, they come in from out. Of, you know what I mean? That's the difference between yeah. that shit. I didn't see one off duty, but it is funny. Like starting to like re- like recognizing these the officers and shit. Like on my way home last night, I saw one of the dudes who I think he was the one who started that issue at Stonewall was a riot that one time when he like pushed like uh, he pushed somebody, um, and he was like a rookie cop. I, I, I saw his ass last night, and he recognized me too. He got that same nervous ass look on his face. Yeah, oh, um, bro, I love it. Yeah. No, I saw a cop last right. night too. Recognize. I love it. I love um, it. What's his name? Like what's his name? Oh, I I have to remember his name because he remember mine. Darnell, Darnell Rayford, <laughs> the the motor vehicle MIPD officer. Darnell, if your bitch ass is watching this, stop stalking me, bitch. Because he, I was at the Palestinian protest um a week ago, and he almost ran over somebody's foot. You know, so I was like, yo, let me get your badge number, yo. Mad rude talking about oh you get my badge every week you get my badge every week dimes 
I'm like dimes. Like, do I know you? Like, who are you? <laughs> like, are you talking to me or something? He's like every week. I'm like, oh, he's a fan of my work. You know what I'm saying? He knows me. He has to community consistently. He has to make notes. So I was like, All right, I'm gonna know his name. But I saw him yesterday. Yeah, I was like, he didn't have. He was masked up the first time I seen him when he was like being all rude, calling me out. So I didn't see his face. But I saw his badge number this time. I'm like, oh, darn no. Called him out. He was so nervous this time. He had no face covering. He was trying to be so quiet. He was like, yeah, yeah, it's me. Like, yo, at the end of the day, yo, some, pressure, of, yo. some of them niggas be fans. They be fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that mind. shit last night, yo, yo, that fucking SRG cat. Oh, he wanted to catch him with the oh, SRG. Yeah, yeah. Probably trying to give me the files. Like, man, I ain't touching your head. You ain't getting them nose. Y'all care this one. They, bro, they terrible, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah. All right. So what's what's uh? Yeah, I think we that shit. But we gotta wrap that shit up, man. Yeah. So that's a wrap for Unapologetic Talks. I hope oh. y'all enjoyed this episode with your host, Rebel, Don's Cartier, and your new host, Rudy Fraser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So before we slide out, we're going to do some call-outs real quick. Check us out, check um, us out. Y'all already know, uh, we the people every Thursday starting at 1 o'clock on Fulton and Nostra Street. And we got... Stonewall was a riot! Every mm. Thursday at 7 p.m., we rally up, educate the community, and take the street. So meet us at Stonewall at 7. It's all the page if you don't already. That's right. And then, uh, y'all already know I'm building out Black Sky. As an as a uh, black social network, and so oh. you can check, you can hit me up. Um, we try. I got invite codes if people want to sign up. Um, it's a because it's a little bit closed off right now, but we're trying to build that up. And uh, check me out, RudyFraser.com, uh, or hit me up on Instagram at Ash Shaquille, and we get you signed up. But if you on Blue Sky already, you already know the deal. Black Sky. Talk. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Great show, Rudy. Yeah, many more. Yeah, yeah, it's fire. It's fire, fire.